This is episode 163 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk about and share why smart women don't diet and what they do instead. If that calls your name, stay tuned for the controversy. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hey, ladies, welcome back. Episode 163. I can't believe we're that far into the process, but so happy to have been in your inbox 163 times. And today we're going to shake up the whole weight loss topic as Longtime listeners, most of you know that it is something that I don't talk about. I do not talk about weight loss, and I'm going to share with you why I don't do that. I used to, and I don't anymore for a very good reason. Now, before we get there, a couple of announcements for all of you in our community. It is Thanksgiving in the USA, which a great proportion of our listener are in the American continent. So if you're part of my email community, you have received last Sunday a cookbook from me, a free, totally free 60 plus page cookbook to help you with the Thanksgiving and the Christmas holidays. If you're not yet on my email list, number one, go get your name on there so you can get those kinds of freebie. And if you want to get that cookbook because you weren't on the list, email us at info at stephaniedozi.com and we will send you a copy of a book that I wrote four years ago. It's called Healthy Holiday Cooking and it's photograph, color, edited. It's a pretty sweet deal. So if you want it, email us. But by now, hopefully you are on the list, which is... Another thing coming down for our email subscriber is a program for toxin-free food. As I shared with you last week, one of our number one talk in the Going to Beyond the Food project was toxin-free living. So I partner with a US-based organic online grocery store called Thrive, which I shared a video of a grocery shopping that I did with them when I went down to the US last week. And it's a pretty cool offer. What we've negotiated is for people coming from my community, we will give you, well, Tribe will give you 25% off your first order, free delivery, and a free trial for 30 day. And it's all organic food. It's super easy to order. It gets right to your door. There's no going to the grocery store. And the price are already well below what you pay in a regular 
toxin-free organic grocery store, plus you get the 25% off. So in this time of the year where we cook a lot or consume a lot of food, it is a great offer. And again, it was sent to our email subscriber on Wednesday, I believe. But for you, again, if you're not on the email list, you can go to the show notes, stephaniedoze.com slash 163, and get the link for you to get this special offer. There's also a quick link you can do stephaniedoze.com forward slash thrive, and that will get you to have access to this unique offer for our community. And a heads up, again, in two weeks from now, we will have, so the end of November 2018, a offer for toxin-free laundry product, everything laundry, wash, rinse, stain remover, healthy bleach, which is something that's super rare to find. So toxin-free bleach. So that's another package that I was able to negotiate for you. And it's actually going to be a free bottle of toxin-free laundry detergent that's going to be coming your way. So stay tuned for that in a couple of weeks from now. Also, one last announcement is our waitlist for the Going to Beyond the Food Academy Make sure you join the waitlist because we have a promotion in the month of December for the next wave of students in January 2019, where we're going to give you access to gift certificate. So if you maybe want to ask your partner or your kids or somebody who always gives you a gift instead of giving you stuff and you want to invest in yourself... It's going to be the perfect opportunity to turn stuff that really we don't most of the time use into an investment into yourself by getting that gift certificate for the Going Beyond the Food Academy January 2019 semester. And the cool thing about those gift certificates is they're going to lock you in at the 2018 prices. As I said, I think last week in the last episode, the price is going up in 2019. Now that we finish testing and upgrading, we are at the final point. And when you get the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, you'll get access to everything inside our online learning platform beyond the academy curriculum. You will get access to everything. So stay on the lists. Make your name on the waitlist because these things will come down to just a selected few amount of people. Now, let's get into the topic of why smart women don't diet and why Stephanie doesn't talk about weight loss. Now, this is a follow-up episode from two shows that I have done before. So, episode 158 everything you know about obesity is wrong was a very popular episode. So if you haven't listened to that, that would be a great starting point before today's episode. So you can clearly understand why obesity is not linked to health. Like you can be obese and be healthy. You have to be able to separate the two And that's when we introduce you to also a movement called health at every size that 
did the research behind the fact of obesity and health. So that's a great point. There's also another episode before that, episode 97, with Dr. Jillian Murphy, in which we talked about how it's possible to be fat and healthy. And that's going to come to play a little bit later in the episode when we talk about the intention behind weight loss. So stay tuned with that. But if you haven't listened to those two episodes, it's a great place to start. So you may want to pause this episode here, jump over to 97 and 158, and then come back here. When I say why smart women don't diet, what do I mean? I mean that diet don't work, and smart women know that. Therefore, they don't diet. The truth is, it took me 27 years to figure that out. Like, I was in the trenches with the, quote, not smart women for 27 years. And it took me a couple of more years after figuring out that diet don't work, to still admit it publicly as a nutritionist that what I was giving to people was actually harming them more than helping them when I was giving diets and meal plan and focusing people on weight loss. Now, if I offended you by saying, why smart women don't diet, and you took offense to that, you took offense to me because you recognize your behavior and I'm calling you not a smart woman, you know, girl, I'm right there with you. I was there for 27 years. So the reason why I give myself that permission is because I was there with you in the trenches. I was not smart when it came to my weight and my body and my food for a very long time. The other piece I want you to know is if you're offended by anything that I say or that I do, I know that I'm doing it with the best intentions, and I absolutely don't want to offend people. So if you take offense, it's likely because it's meant for you to be heard. And your ego kind of takes over your thought and you pretend to be offended by what somebody else is saying. I want you to take this feeling of being offended and actually understand what it means for you and why do you feel offended? Is it because Stephanie wanted to offend you or is it because you personally recognize yourself in that and you don't like that aspect of yourself secretly and you pretend to be offended when really it's a learning opportunity for you? Food for thought. But I guarantee you by this end of this episode 163, you'll clearly know why smart women don't diet, and what you should do instead of dieting. So that's a big promise. You're with me? Let's do this. We're going to do this logically as with everything that I do. Number one, we're going to understand what the heck is a diet. So we're all working from the same level, from the same playing field. And I went to the dictionary to get the definition, right? So diet is defined as restricting oneself to small amounts or special kind of food 
or food group in order to lose weight. The restriction can be on calorie, macros, food group, specific food, with the intention of losing weight. So the definition of diet is anchored around the desire to lose weight. So there is the usage and some people are on diet that are called therapeutic diet, meaning that a health professional has assessed someone with a condition and then they're using food therapeutically to heal a condition. Very popular these days is autoimmune protocol in which we have a very specific therapeutic diet that helps relieve people of autoimmune symptoms, not heal the disease, but heal the symptoms and manage the symptom on a long-term basis. So the episode today is not for those people. And the truth is, this is a very small percentage of people. The smart women who don't diet, we're talking about anyone who wants to lose weight, modify their body composition, change something about their physical self. And this is where we have to be absolutely clear with our intention when we adopt a diet or change the way that we eat. When I ask this question to people broadly, women are smart. You are all smart. Very little of you in my community or in people that fit within my community would say it's for losing weight. The answer will be politically correct and they'll say, I wanna be healthy. Do you recognize yourself? Well, episode 97, episode 158 separated the word health from weight. You can be overweight, you can be obese, you can be fat and still be healthy. So then, do you chase waste loss for health? Now, we have to remind ourselves that we are bombarded every day by the weight loss industry, a $66 billion a year industry that want us to believe that to be healthy, we need to be thin and we need to lose weight. So if your answer is, why do you want to lose weight? I want to be healthy. I have to push you again. Because that is not an answer. That is not a good answer because there is no fact underneath that. So why do you want to lose weight? The next group of people will say, well, because I want to fit in my pants. I don't feel good in my clothes. My clothes are too tight. So my question, the next one is, well, you can choose to buy new pants. Why are you not buying pants? Most people will say because, well... If I allow myself to buy new pants and I'll just gain more weight and more weight and more weight and more weight, and it's some kind of punishment of suffering in tight clothes because of the fact that we are afraid of weight gain. So then my question is, like, why are you afraid of weight gain? Like, what is the bad thing on the other side of weight gain? Why are you chasing the weight loss? Another group of people may say to me, because it's 
a lifestyle. I want to be healthy and I want to adopt a lifestyle. Good. But are you aware that food is only a small percentage of your, quote, lifestyle? So if you're chasing a healthy lifestyle by dieting, you must also take care of the health of your thoughts, your emotional health, your movement, your relationship, the toxicity into your life. Are you, if you are chasing weight loss for a healthy lifestyle, are you doing what has greater impact as a whole on your lifestyle? What about your sleep? So again, if that's you, ask yourself your question and be really honest with yourself. Do you chase weight loss for really lifestyle, health, because I want to fit in my pants? Or do you chase weight loss for body image? Because you don't accept yourself, because you are afraid of being rejected, you are afraid of not being sexy, you are afraid, afraid of this X, Y, and Z. So number one, need to understand what diet is. Number two, get really clear and really honest with the intention behind weight loss. And smart women are honest with themselves. They'll clearly say, I want to lose weight because I don't like my body. If you have all those pretension around your life, you're not being really smart. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not doing what's good for you. So let me ask you that question again for the last time. What is your intention behind dieting for weight loss? Get really clear on that. Once you're clear and you're honest, you will then get to a place, should I or should I not diet? Based on my intention, is that really going to get me to where I want to go? Smart women won't diet because they're not insane. Okay, so let me explain my point here. Insanity, it's kind of the opposite of being smart. And Einstein has a great quote that explains it all. Einstein says that the definition of insanity is to repeat the same thing over and over again and expect different results. So most of us here are 30 plus years old. We've dieted more than one time. Why do we keep doing something that doesn't work, that brings us back to the same point where we were or doesn't give us the result that we so dearly want. And the crazy thing is that most of you listening right now are brilliant women in all aspects of life, except when it comes to yourself. You overachieve at work. You have a brilliant career. You have amazing relationship. Your children are very well-educated. You maybe had a lot of success in school. But when it comes to you and your weight, you're insane. And please don't take any offense, but that's the truth. You keep doing the same thing for the last 10, 15, 20, how many years without never getting where you want to go and not feeling good and being happy about it. I mean, I shared with you, it took me 27 years to get to where I am today because 
I was insane when it came to my weight. When I got really honest, the reason why I wanted to lose weight for those 27 years was I was chasing my worth. I was wanting to believe in myself. I wanted to get a higher self-esteem. That's what I was chasing behind trying to modify my body and the way I look because I believe that my happiness was on the other side of looking, quote, normal or looking tin or not having cellulite and not having loose skin and not having any of that thing. Once I get to that point, once I lose that weight, that skin, that cellulite, I'm going to be happy. And I kept dieting without ever getting there. When I got there, when I got to my lowest weight in my 30s, people around me were telling me that I look sick because I was, I think at the time, 181 pounds for six foot women. That is not a lot of weight. And I look sick. And guess what? I was at the most obsessed that I ever been with my body. Although I was a size eight of pants, I was studying, I was testing, I was consulting with people to figure out how to lose more weight on my abdomen and how to get rid of the loose skin on my ties and my arms. And I was at the gym six days a week and hoped to build more muscle to get rid of the loose skin on my body because of the weight loss. And I was, I think I consulted close to five different nutrition specialists to see what was the right macro for me and how, when I could fast and how much could I fast and detox and supplements for my hormone because even at 180 pounds in a size eight for six foot women, I was not happy. Is that you? That was me. And while this was happening, I was running a $900 million business. Clearly, I was smart. But when it came to me, I made absolutely no sense. And I kept repeating that for 27 years. Why was I doing that? I kind of alluded to that a little bit earlier. What I was chasing was self-worth. I was never going to get that by losing weight. But I didn't realize it. 27 years of it, even at... 180 pounds, size eight. People thought I was sick. I was so skinny. I still didn't get the self-worth that I was chasing. I didn't know. That was the problem. That's this reason number two. I didn't know that that's what I was chasing. Nobody asked me those questions when I was seeking help with weight loss because people in the weight loss industry They want to sell you their meal plan, their weight loss, their personal training. They don't ask the deeper question, why do you want to lose weight? And are you really chasing the right thing? They don't ask that because that's not what they're in for. So nobody asked me those questions. So I was programmed very young from the age of, I don't know, my mom was dieting. And I remember 
being probably eight years old, my mom was doing the cabbage soup diet. And I was put on Weight Watchers at the age of 11. So I was programmed to believe that you had to fit in society. You had to fit them all. You had to be thin. And I kept chasing something that actually never got me or would have ever got me to that point. So two reasons why I kept doing that and why smart women, otherwise smart women, are insane when it comes to their body is they're chasing self-worth through weight loss and they don't know what they don't know. And that's likely not you because you're listening to my podcast unless it's your first episode And if that's your first episode, you landed on this one here, then you may not get what I'm saying today. Just go back probably about like podcast 120 and 30 and start listening from that. And by the time you get to 163, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. So most of you know, because you heard me talk about this for so long. So you know, but you're still chasing weight loss because what you're really chasing is self-worth. Are you able to be honest with yourself and say, this is what I'm chasing? And the second piece is, I'll never get it through weight loss, through chasing weight loss and dieting. Now, there's probably doubtful people out there, right, that say, no, it works. And I will be the first one to tell you that, yes, you can lose weight temporarily with dieting, right? That's the dieting cycle. You restrict food, you increase movement, there's an energy deficit, you lose weight, you use your willpower. But at some point in the story, in the journey, this is going to stop working, you're going to run out of willpower, you're going to have binges and emotional eating, you're going to feel shame and guilt. And then you're going to start gaining weight. And then you're going to get back to where you are. May take two months, two years, but you're going to get back to where you were. And science is on my side, ladies. So if you're not familiar with that, there is not one peered review study that demonstrate sustainable weight loss using diet. There's a ton of study, even peered review study, that will demonstrate short-term results with nearly all the diets, keto, paleo, vegan, Weight Watchers, all of them, they all work short-term. 95% of people who lose weight will regain it from one to five years. I read a really cool book recently, and I'm going to link to it in the show note. It's smart people don't diet and how the latest science can help you lose weight permanently. And the book is written by Charlotte McCage. She's a PhD and director of health science at the Rutger University. And she teaches a course on psychology of eating. And she outlines six reasons in the book, among others, but um, it's all sustained by science. And I'm going to, again, link to the book in the show note, but six main reasons why diet don't work. Number one, dieting makes you gain weight. In some cases, while dieting, you gain weight. And in most cases, 95% of the time, you regain the weight within one to five years. Second point she outlined is that diet use valuable 
brain power. Because when you diet, you become completely obsessed with food. That it is counting calories or macro, you become obsessed. And there's no more space in your brain to think about anything else. So it reduces your mental capacity to focus on more important things in your life. Three, third reason why diet don't work that is scientifically proven, dieting leads to ironic processing, meaning that you start having cuckoo thoughts, right? You are focused on things that you shouldn't be focused on, right? Or you're trying to eliminate certain thoughts from your head, like, I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore. I'm not going to emotional eating. And then you keep obsessing about that. And guess what happened? You crave it even more because you keep thinking about it all the time. It's called ironic thought processing. Fourth reason why we know that diet don't work. Diet, quote, keeps you away from bad food. But what really happens when we, quote, eliminate bad food or a food group particularly we end up overeating on that food because we end up feeling resented. We resent not being able to eat the food. We feel deprived. We feel all kinds of negative emotion. We end up overeating on the food. The fifth reason why diet don't work is diet leads to binging. So if you binge in any way, shape, or form, binge or purge or whatever the thing you do that is related to consuming food and then in some cases, purging it, it's driven by dieting because dieting engaged the survival mechanism of your brain and it leads you to not only overeat, but in some cases, binge. And the last point that she outlines in her book, <laughs> which I think is, is sad, but it's the truth that we don't want to admit to ourselves, is every time we fail on a diet, we end up making someone else more money. Because diet are not working, right? They know it's not going to work. And you're going to keep buying more and buying more and buying more because it doesn't work. Yet, we keep buying it and we keep doing it. So that's just some of the scientific support as to why diet don't work. But I think beyond science, if we're really honest with ourselves. We know that. We just don't want to admit it or we don't want to see it. So let's move on to the world of solution, right? If smart women don't diet, what the heck do they do, right? Well, I'm going to outline that in a few points here. Number one thing that smart women will do is they will make peace with themselves in their body right? So understanding that the desire to reshape your body will not be achieved by dieting because diet doesn't lead to sustainable weight loss. They then make peace with that part of their life, right? They move from hate as a motivator towards changing their body to a place of love, acceptance, and compassion, if you can't do that, if you can't make peace with your body as it is right now, you will forever stay in a state of hate, fear, hatred, 
and you will be motivated towards your goal with negative intention, which leads to punishment and cycle of restriction and and so forth. So making peace with your body as it is right now is the first thing that smart women will do. Smart women will get to the core as to why they want to lose weight, right? They will get real honest and do the work around self-worth, self-esteem, so it's no longer linked to the way their body look. They will stop chasing external rewards for self-worth, but they will get to know themselves and realize that they are worthy as they are right now. Doesn't have anything to do with the way their body will look. So they, in my case, I teach it under the principle of body neutrality with the quality of self-acceptance and self-compassion. Third thing that smart women will do instead of dieting is they will develop a compassionate relationship to themselves. Let me repeat that. Smart women will be compassionate towards themselves. What does that mean? That means that they will get curious. Instead of punishing themselves and shaming and doing all this negative engagement with themselves, they will instead ask, why do I crave food? Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I desire to binge on this food? With the intention of understanding themselves and their relationship to food. Second thing that women will do to get more compassionate towards themselves is move from a place of shame towards their body to a place of neutrality and gratefulness. Why is it that your body right now needs a layer of fat to be safe? Because the truth is the reason why your body keeps fat on your body is to protect you, is to save you from something, from a disease, from a symptoms, from an emotion, from something in your spirituality. Something in your body, in your mind is led to believe that you're safer with that layer of fat. How can you engage with your body to understand that and understand that all your body's trying to do is to protect you? That the food you're using, I'm thinking of one of my patients right now, the food that she was eating was keeping her safe from an abusing relationship with her partner. Where would she be today if she wasn't able to neutralize the emotion of that abusive relationship with food? What could have happened to her? We don't know. But that was her way of being safe in that very destructive environment. So that's what women do to find compassion for themselves. So get curious, be compassionate, get to the root cause. Stop looking for the quick fix to fix your broken body. Smart women don't do that because that doesn't make sense. That's our body. That's the way we live our life. Fourth thing that compassionate women will do is they will take responsibility. They will take 100% responsibility for their life 
and for their help. And they'll seek mentors and leaders that will teach them what they need to know to engage with their mind, body, and soul and their spirit in a healthy way, in a wholesome, compassionate, accepting way. They will detach smart women, their desire to lose weight from their health and their happiness, because the facts are, it's not linked. You'll never be more happy because you're thinner. You'll not get more healthy because you're thinner. Weight loss isn't associated with those factors. So instead of putting their happiness, their joy conditional to their weight loss, they'll focus on being happy, joyful today because they know it's not associated. Instead of chasing weight loss for looking a certain way so they can be accepted and they can feel worthy, they will chase health. They'll still change the way they eat in some cases because they were eating junk food all the time or they were eating at the restaurant all the time or whatever the situation may be, but they won't do it from an intention of losing weight to change their body composition so they can be accepted. They'll do it because they want to be healthy, because eating nutritious food will give you health, not the weight, the nutrition of the food, the health of the food, the health of the movement, the health of your thoughts will give you health. So they stop chasing weight loss. They stop dieting to chase weight loss for their self-worth, but instead they're chasing health. And that's a big thing. Understanding again, that health is not associated with weight. This is what smart women will do instead of dieting. Now, the same reason is why I don't talk about weight loss, fat loss, body composition change anymore, whatever the term you want to call it. Anytime a program is designed to change the way you look, that it isn't a title or not, because today, Some people are starting to not put it in the title, but that's what the program is really about because there's before and after pictures and there's reward when you lose a certain amount of weight. That's a weight loss program, right? I used to do that and I stopped doing it because I realized through my own journey how much damage it was doing to me and I was seeing the same damage in the women and that was unethical for me. Because the reason why I changed my career and I came to the world of holistic nutrition and functional medicine was to help women, was to get to the root cause as to why women weren't healthy and why women were suffering. And yet, on the other hand, I was shoveling meal plan, I was helping women lose weight and be focused on weight loss, and then... I realized that through my own journey in them, that I wasn't getting them, that I was harming them because I was reinforcing the belief in women that they aren't worthy as they are and they need to lose weight to be worthy. Now, the truth is what I do today is not shiny, it's not fancy, and it's not popular. And to be honest, it is tough and difficult because you have to constantly be out there explaining to women why dieting is not good because I'm surrounded by a world of dieting. I'm never going to make millions of dollars doing what I do today. I can tell you that right now because I don't teach what most women want. 
Most women are sitting out there right now wanting to lose weight. And when they hear my message, they don't connect with it because they're not yet there. They're not aware. They're not conscious. They're trapped in mass media and mass society. So we are a small group here today listening to this podcast. And that's why I don't talk about it, because blasting you on weight loss and techniques to lose weight would be unethical for me. It would not help me achieve my life purpose, which this is why I changed my career is to get to a place where I could share the honest truth that I didn't know. If I had knew what I know today, 20 years ago, I wouldn't be where I am today, right? I know that is my journey and that's my purpose, but I cannot go against that. That's why we don't talk about weight loss here I may use the word weight loss, but I'll do it in a context of today, a context of education. And instead, I help you understand how you can change your relationship to food and to your body. And maybe in the future, weight loss will come as a result of that, a result of you moving from a place of hatred towards yourself to a place of love, right? That's my goal. That's my mission. Now, if you're curious around your level of smartness, your level of intelligence, after hearing everything I just talked about, I would encourage you to go do the quiz, the Food Freedom Score. It's my newest quiz. It's a mini assessment tool that will take you through behavior that aren't, quote, not smart, but that most of us do or didn't. And then it will help you assess yourself and will give you a score at the end. So it's going to be in the show note, the link to the quiz. And it's also at stephaniedoze.com slash quiz. And then from there, there is different level of tools that you can decide to work with. There's a range from a $9 ebook to get you started to a program called Claim Your Food Freedom for about $100 until 2019 where we'll increase the price. And then they're going to be on the Food Academy, which is my 14 weeks long-term program. So go get your smartness assessment if you haven't got yet. So there you have it. I hope that you are a smart lady and that you're working towards engaging with food in your body in a different manner. It's about developing that relationship of acceptance, of compassion towards yourself first. I'm grateful that you were here with me. It was a very sensitive topic. So I'd love to hear your feedback on social media or within the review of the podcast. And as always, if you know someone in your environment that needs to hear that message, please share this episode because it's not something that people will come across liberally on Google. So share that episode with someone that needs to hear that message. I love you. And I look forward to hang out with you on the next episode. Do you wish your relationship to food and perhaps your body was easier? Do you wish you could make peace with food and your body? Most women will describe the state of being as having food freedom. And likely you've tried potentially everything to get there. And you are certain that something is seriously wrong with you. Maybe you're thinking that more restriction has to be the solution. I get it. And trust me, I've been there too for almost 27 years. 
You see, what most struggling women never ever realize is that how you engage with food in your body has little to do with food itself. Sadly, most women rely on outdated strategy like restriction and willpower and discipline as their solution. Things like the black and white mindset, the diet pills, the cheat day to control their urges. But you and I know that has nothing to do with food freedom. So that's why I want to share with you the assessment that I use in my clinic with my one-on-one client to identify what is holding them back from food freedom. And quite frankly, it's different from anything you've done before. I've created the Food Freedom Score, this assessment tool to give you an idea of where you should be focusing on. During this quiz, I'm going to take you through 10 simple yes or no questions that will allow you to assess the sticky point with your relationship with food and your body. Plus, I'll coach you at the end on specific steps you need to take to move forward to get your food freedom. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself and create a new relationship with food and your body, head over to stephaniedoze.com slash quiz and I'll see you on the other side.